Oh my God. Didi got a podcast? What? Didi got a podcast. What? What's the tea? What's the vibe? What's the hype? Yeah, we live. Talk a little this, a little bit of that. A little bit of love, a little bit of ratchet. That's Didi. Go Didi. Go Didi. Go Didi. You a bad bitch. You a savage. Making money, making money is a habit. Hey, um, welcome to Didi's Dope Podcast, everybody. All right, so listen, I'm excited about this week. First of all, I always tell everybody, this is where you can catch a laugh and you can get the tea for real. All right, um, today I'm excited because I'm about to do some drinking. You see the red cup? Mm-hmm. Oh, and then we also changed our set around, so we're kind of excited about that. But this gentleman here is getting ready to talk about the great drink we are drinking and tell me a little bit more about him. Jacob, please tell everybody who you are. How's it going? Well, first and foremost, thank you for having me on the show. Mm-hmm. Um, and the setup is amazing, um, as everybody can see. Yep. Um, but my name is Jacob Clayton. Mm-hmm. Uh, I am based here in Dallas, Texas, born and raised in Shreveport, Louisiana. Uh, most people know me for being a celebrity stylist. Mm-hmm. So I'm a celebrity stylist. I have my own custom suit business. Jacob, no. That I've had since 2018. And just recently, I became the brand curator for Cavassier. Oh, wow. A curator. I love that word. You know I love that word. Oh, come on. Let me tell you all something. (laughs) Let me tell everybody has to understand. This is the thing. I'm drinking Cavassier, by the way. I'm sipping. I see this is going to put some hair all over my chest. And we drinking the VSOP. It's going to put hair on my chest, my neck. But it's smooth. My crack. (laughs) My crack everywhere. Um, It's smooth. So listen, um, Jacob, you have a... I mean, like, you know how to dress. First of all, as soon as I saw you, I went, wow, that suit. I appreciate it. I appreciate it. How'd you get into it? So I started styling back in 2015. Mm -hmm. And so I've always been into fashion, but I never knew that you could make a career out of it. Right. Um, Because I moved here from Chicago. Okay. Oh, really? How long were you in Chicago? For 12 years. What? I love Chicago. Yeah, Yeah, shout out to Chicago. Um, We're on Power 92 in Chicago is the radio station. Beautiful city. Shout out to to Power 92. Yep. Um, You know, I like to visit. I don't know if I move back, but. But 12 (laughs) years. That cold. Yeah. That cold is no joke. I lived there. I lived in Chicago for three years. And I said it was the coldest place on earth. No, seriously. It is the coldest. And um, Michigan, yeah, and you that, hit that, that wall. lake, don't play. I and worked so, in the Hancock. Um, my, honestly, I worked in the Hancock when I was oh, there. Yeah. Oh, I worked yeah. in the Hancock building, and I remember having to walk to work because my, my boss said, oh, you could get a place downtown. Mm-hmm. I live right off of uh, Dearborn and Elm. Yeah, yep. I walked on Michigan Avenue in the wintertime, and when that, that wind hit me. It's no joke. And my boogers and you froze. Gotta, you got to get a coat from Chicago. Come on. It can't come from yeah, yeah, somewhere yeah. else. yeah. Um, people are like, why, why do people from Chicago walk so fast? Because we're trying to get where we're going. Like, it's it's yes. head down yes. <laughs> trying to get to my So, wait, how did you go from Shreveport to Chicago, though? Uh, my family relocated after oh, Katrina. Oh, okay, okay. So Wait, 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 wait. Your family after Katrina said, we're not even going to go to Texas. Right. They said, we're going to drive all the way all to All the way to Illinois. I think we had the option to relocate to another city in mm-hmm. Texas, um, Atlanta, or Chicago. Okay. They chose Chicago. So, wow. packed up the family and... And are they all still there? Your family in Chicago? No, no, they're here. Okay. Yeah, so uh, they moved here in 2014, and I came down in 2018. Okay. Oh, so you just, okay. Yeah. So now you got into, you understood that fashion was great. Yeah, I didn't know you could make a career of it. Um, People are always like, you know, they were telling me growing up, man, you should start a business as a stylist. So I started styling in 2015, and then I started the custom suit business in 2018. So do you only style men? No, women too. Mm Mm-hmm. Ooh, you can help me? Come on. 
Wait a minute. And I, you know, I had Stephen Godot, who's a style uh, designer. He's not a stylist. Shout he's out a, to Shreveport. Yep, shout out to Shreveport, because that's where he's from. And Stephen, who was just shown at uh, New York Fashion Week. Yes, he was. I'm so happy for him. And I was telling him that when I get stylists, they never seem to get me, right? Yeah. Meaning they'll either put me in something that make me look like Michelle Obama, mm-hmm. or they're going to put me in something so crazy it doesn't even fit my personality. And I'm right. going, hey, everybody, I'm a DJ. Right. So... It's almost like dating, though. You have to find the perfect fit yeah. for you. And so, you know, just because you use somebody doesn't mean you have to commit to the relationship. So, you know, try people out. You know, try this stylist. Try another one. So what I love is the fact that I get to do both. Yeah. So so with my custom suit business, yeah. how it works, right? Uh, my showroom is downtown Dallas, mm-hmm. and we make everything from scratch. Mm. So you can't just come in and walk out with something. Right. Um, clothes take about four weeks to make. Okay. And so you got to come see me early yep and so you come through and you pick the actual fabric first uh, we do suits we do jackets we do pants we do dress shirts custom shoes jeans tracksuits i mean one stop shop okay um and then you get to design it from scratch right and so how do you want the pants to be how do you want the jacket to be and then at the end we take about 30 measurements and so it's made specifically for you. Wait, 30 measurements? Yeah, like I... I'm only used to people measuring my bust, no. my waist, and my hips. Correct. This ain't that. You do my arms. You do my thighs. Your, your armpit, your your shoulders, your bicep, your forearm, your wrist. Wow, this everything. is custom. Yeah, it's custom, custom. Wow, And okay. And so you must have dressed nice all your life. All your life. You knew you... Did y'all have money growing up? Did your parents no, have money? But I, but I always took care of my clothes. Okay. So regardless of you know whether I you know could afford the nicest stuff, uh, I always made sure my clothes were clean. They were ironed. They were pressed. I always made sure my polo matched my shoes. And so I've always been able to you know see what other people couldn't. I didn't know that was a gift though. Right. That you know you, you yeah. think oh everybody can dress, but no, there's a but there's a difference too between. A difference. I got to tell you what I think. I think there's a difference between being stylish. Being fashionable. Yes. And just being up to date wearing what everybody else wear. Correct. Because I'm going to be honest with you. When I see some women on, on Instagram, and I'm guilty of it at times too, mm-hmm. wearing the same thing everybody else is wearing. Yeah. We all wear. Trend. Right. You, you're yeah. trendy then. So yeah. it'd be like, you know, there's style and then there's a, somebody who's trendy. Correct. You know, there's a big difference. Correct. And style is the one that I, I love people with style. Mm-hmm. I do. Because there's a, there's a personality aspect to it you know because fashion is just what you can purchase right style is how you piece it together so who would you say is like when you think of uh style icons today who Mm. would you say you go they have a style and they are a style icon who uh the immediate person that comes to mind just not to take too much time is this black stylist um out of la Mm -hmm. um his name is rich fresh Mm -hmm. and his style is just impeccable rich fresh um, look at like my... like there's a there's a confidence that you have when you wear certain you clothes wear... that not everybody has uh, for example we see guys in suits every day right, right. but you see some men in suits and you like Ugh. like you when yeah. i saw you today i went yeah. whoa he, wait, he put that on right you know not everybody gets that reaction but guess what else it is you wear it well too now there exactly. are some people who don't wear fashion well to me you ever see that too All some the of them you go that looks good but then you can see it on somebody else and it looks amazing right Right. And so you can take the same suit, put it on somebody else and it won't hit the same yeah. or that same dress, put it on somebody else and it won't hit the same. And and to your point, just because you paid a whole lot for it doesn't mean it compliments I you. Know. Well, you know, people people confuse the I don't care if it was a two thousand dollar suit. You know, if it doesn't fit properly, I'm, I'm going to tell you, well, it, you know what, Jacob, yeah. 
I'm a person who says, um, I mean, again, we can all get caught up in labels. Everybody does. For, sure. and for some reason, we all are materialistic, it mm -hmm. seems, nowadays, because Instagram, mm -hmm. you got to post and act like you got money. Right. Uh, but I, I really get off on buying cheap clothes and people going, oh, my God, you look great. I love it. Oh, my God. That oh, my God. Where did you get that? Oh, this is Fashion Nova. I, this cost me $15. Thank you. Thank you, know? you. I love doing that. Yeah. That is like my passion yeah. is to put on something cheap yeah. and walk up in there and be the best dressed. Yeah. Love it. And and fast fashion has really made that more accessible because now you got Boohoo and Fashion Nova and I don't know how you pronounce it, Shein, Sheen, but Pretty Little Thing. You got all of these yes. different companies who have affordable items. You have the Zara's and the H&M's. Um, Zara is the... Yeah, where you can... yeah. Zara, nice I want to punch Zara in the face. They wrong for this. Let me tell you why. Because they give you some quality looking like, you it's really be feeling like a million bucks yeah. when you buy something out of Zara yeah. for $79.99. Right, right. God dang it. And Zara is the number one retailer in the world. It, and it, I see why, though. The quality, what you feel you're getting, and you know that I can buy a blazer out of Zara. Mm-hmm. For eighty nine, because that's what they go right. at eighty nine to one hundred twenty nine dollars. Right, I, that's how much it's, I shop. It's very middle of the road. Like it's not super. It's not expensive, expensive, but it's not cheap. And it's just enough. And the quality be so good, I can still wear that blazer for two years Correct. at least. Correct. I like it. And they drop a new collection every week. They stay on trend too, which is why they're number one. I give them. Um, H and M is number two. So these are the largest retailers in the world. Now, H and M, some of they stuff. Yeah, be, yeah, some of they stuff. Be, I that. be boxy. I get it. behind Zara. Though. Yeah, Zara, I I definitely. Zara. Yeah, yeah, but but H and M is a hit, and they write hit or miss. Yeah, yeah, hit or miss. So you um, are a stylist. Yep. So you started doing that. So you I started styled. styling first, and now I'm doing custom clothing. But I still I still get to style. So now not only am I just piecing the clothes together, I'm the one making the clothes too. Okay. So. I guess you could say. So when we were talking about style, Erica Badu. Love it. Style. Love it. All the time. It's stylish, and it's in a way that I could never put on. I'd right. look like a clown. I couldn't, I couldn't do it. Right. But it's her personality, um, you know, that gives her the ability to pull it off. Uh, what about I if I throw some did. names at you? Rihanna. You know, she's the GOAT, so, you know. Her style. Yeah. You know what I always said? The difference between her and, and I hate trying to compare the two, mm -hmm. but we do that. Um, the difference between... Beyonce and Ariana, Beyonce always looks like to me a stylist put her in something. For sure. She always looks like. And that's always the case. The, the, a stylist put her <laughs> yeah. in. Right. That's always the case. Rihanna looks like she goes in her closet and puts put put something on and it's great. Yes. Right. That is a difference. And that could be the difference in how somebody wears fashion too, though. Mm -hmm. Rihanna can just wear fashion to me. I don't know right. why. It's just. Yeah. Um, uh, who else would I say? What do you think about the Kardashians when it comes to style and, and being iconic? Mm -hmm. They they have that Kanye effect. I'll call it that. Now so, you know. Now you know. I don't know when this episode gonna drop, but you know Kanye out here. I know right the, now. The, the, yeah, we keep it moving. Yeah, shirts and stuff. But uh, it's that it was that Kanye effect from back in the day. Kanye could step out in some ripped jeans and a t shirt, and we'd be like, "Yo, that's a fly outfit." You know what I'm saying? It's just regular clothes, but I because like. it's Kanye, yeah. because it's Rihanna. It hit a little different, yeah, because of the confidence and the swagger and the finesse that they have. Yeah, so, um, I like it. yeah, the that's what I do. I play with clothes, all yeah, day. and you do. You, I yeah. love that. The it's Kardashians, um, you're right. I think Kanye definitely helped them they just and have that elevate it. Yeah. yeah, and now we always like, and then the then the designers decided to play with them and give them the first dibs, right. and yeah, right. I, I get that. Um, 
who else? Like men, um, what do you think of Dwayne Wade? I think Dwayne Wade is is uh, amazing with his style. Yeah, I do like yeah. it. There are times he goes a little like, you're like, yeah, hey, right now. You're looking a little zesty out now, the, Dwayne. Out of the box. Yeah. i say that. But a lot of, um, and I was just having a conversation with my mentor about this, men are starting to wear more clothes that aren't so gender specific. You know, men are wearing like skirts now. Mm-hmm. Oh, how do you feel about that? They're carrying bags. Yeah, how they're do you carrying. Feel? I don't know how I feel about it just yet. I'm still trying to read the room, but, you know, would I do it? Probably personally not, but, again, it's making a fashion statement. Yeah. Um, I like when I see a man, Dwayne has done it, where I've seen with pants and then a shirt that looks like a, you know what I mean? I right. like that. But you got but men uh, wearing crop tops I know now it. and yeah, painting yeah. their fingernails. Yeah. And it's just it's just different. Yeah. Different times. Yeah. yeah. So. I mean, Lil Uzi Vert has a belly ring. Um, yes. Yeah. Guys getting belly buttons pierced and all kind of stuff. So. Yeah. I mean, I just, I would really trip out if I got in bed and my yeah. husband had his belly uh, pierced. Right. Right. I, I would probably, like, mm, mm-hmm, Billy, what you yeah. doing with your yeah. belly pierced? Yeah, I question that. Yeah. But Okay. Yeah, so. Each his own, right? Because that's yeah, the whole thing own. about being, and that's the other thing I am liking where we are in the world is everybody needs to just be themselves, right? Yeah. Just be. That's all you can be. Yes. Because anything else is going to stress you out. Yes. Can't be nobody but you. Yeah. So so now you have the, the clothing, you know, you mm-hmm. do that. Mm-hmm. But then you used a word I love. You said you cur- you're curating for Cavassier. Yes, 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 Now what yes. does that mean? I love the word curate. I do too. Just sound... I've liked to. Can I tell you? I've often told people this is the other thing people don't know about me. I love art. I love art. I have loved art for years. I used to go to Essence for years and would just pick up art there, black art and this and that. So I'm an art fanatic, right? And I've often told people like, if you ever come in my house, you'd be like, this thing is curated like an uh, art museum. Like I love art, and I keep saying one day I want to curate one. One day I want somebody to let me curate their art. And I'm and I'm not. I don't have an eye for it, though. Me either. So, so here's what I do. So if you go to my studio downtown, same thing. You got art all over the place, beautiful pieces. Um, so what I'll do is I'll find talented artists in Dallas, and I'll just get them creative control. Oh, nice. And say, hey, um, you know, here's my personality. Here's my aesthetic. Can you make a piece for me? Wow. And every time they've brought me something back, it's, it's just been nice. I need so to it's not like artist. I'm, like, picking the piece myself. Mm-hmm. I'm just – but, again, when, when you trust people to do, like, what they do mm-hmm. – just give them creative control. So, have you ever seen? Do you know wardrobe on heels? Yeah, 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 yeah. Is she not amazing? When you come, when you really see yeah. her art, she's so talented, and what she even does with the clothes and yeah. writes and does all this yeah. and that. I just think she's amazing. So, anyway, shouts out to Trees for that. Yeah. Um, so now, tell me how you hooked up with Cavassier. Oh, um, I don't know. All right, so um, you you have such style. They found you. <laughs> right. They found you. Right. So so had a podcast back in the day. Uh, called Whiskey Conversation. Mm. Um, me and four friends, mm. and we would tape every week, um, and we would bring guests on the show, and essentially we would have a different alcohol sponsor every week, and we would just have different topics of conversation. I mean, we would talk about, you know, politics, and sometimes we talked about race and religion, and we talked about sports and, you know, trending topics. Mm. And um, it was a really good show. We ran that show for two years, wow. but um, people Why'd know one start? thing about me. Schedules. Okay. Schedules, pandemic hit, um, and, you know, we could have yeah. come back from it, but we was like, okay, everybody's doing their own things now. Okay. So, But it was fun while it lasted. Mm-hmm. And so, But if you know anything about me, based on my social media, you know I like dark. You know, I like me some whiskey, some okay. bourbon, some right. cognac. And so, Kavassi. Some of that yak. Some of that yak, <laughs> you know. So they just rolled out a new program uh-huh. that I knew nothing about. I'll be honest. 
So they rolled out this program, this brand curator program. Uh-huh. And the purpose of the program is to essentially get Cavassier into the Dallas market. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Right. I'll be honest. Mm-hmm. Um, alcohol, regardless of the taste, is all about popularity. Yeah. Right. You can have the best alcohol in the world. It's about popularity. Um, Cavassier is the most awarded cognac mm-hmm. in the world. Right. But when you go to a bar or you go to a restaurant, you know, you'll you'll see more Hennessy, yeah. more Jack Daniels, right. more, more Maker's Mark, because that's what's in the clubs. That's what people are rapping about in their songs. Um, that's what your friends are bringing to parties. Right. right. So with the brand curator program, my job is to curate events in the city of Dallas uh, to essentially get Cavassier in front of people, Ooh. but in a creative way. OK. Right. So when people think about Cavassier, I want them to think sophisticated. I want them to think classy. I, I want was, them to think I was. luxury. Can I be honest right? with you? When I look at the bottle, when I look beautiful at... Beautiful bottle. Right. The beautiful bottle that they have. But it's not only that. I'm looking at you and your style and taste and the confidence and the class you exude. I already know that I got to drink Cavassier because of you. So I see why they got you. You Correct. You, you should be... That's why they picked me for the okay, job. Okay, got you. <laughs> then I, you know what? I'm good. I'm good at this, right? So... Uh, go ahead. So I should be thought, a talent scout. So they thought that my brand and my aesthetic really spoke to the actual mm-hmm. um, alcohol. Mm-hmm. And so... So... So I have to have Ooh. events, Ooh, like I said, Ooh. throughout the city. Mm-hmm. Um, but not only can I curate my own events throughout the city, but I can also partner and sponsor events that are happening throughout the city, too. Oh, nice. So, um, for I got, example. I got some ideas. I want to work yeah, with Cavassier. We just had a HBCU um, a gala fundraiser mm-hmm. um, that I sponsored. I'm sponsoring the Cosign Awards this year. Uh, I just did a candle in Cavassier. Candle making class. Oh, nice. Um, I mean, we've done happy hours. We've done private dinners. We've done everything under the sun, you know. So I'm really looking to tap into people like you mm-hmm. who are doing things in Dallas and need people to partner or sponsor. Well, let me tell so. you, um, I would love to do some work with Cavassier. We have something every year, um, and we stopped during the pandemic the last two years, but we do the Winter Wonderland party yeah, for my DD, yeah, yeah, yeah. DD's mm-hmm. foundation, by the way, DD McGuire Foundation, which helps women go back to school. Also, we had to expand, by the way, because of the uh, because of the pandemic. When I saw the amount of African-American students who couldn't go back to school or parents couldn't afford, I had friends who said... It's crazy. Yeah. I mean, it was, was it was hitting everybody. everybody, right. So we ended up opening up the foundation as a family foundation now to help out with HBCUs and make sure nice. kids have their, you know, students got uh, scholarships, giving back to um, Minnie's Food Pantry when we had a water shortage. So our foundation now has expanded, which I'm proud of, yeah. to just really just help out the community as a whole, our yeah. community, you know. Yeah. Um, and so I would love to do some stuff with Kavasi if y'all would have me. Oh, no, for sure. Yeah, you don't even have to ask. Look, I went. So, yeah, I've already got some ideas that I want to uh, throw to you. But, mm-hmm. um, yeah, these are the most popular um, drinks that we have, the VS, mm-hmm. the very special in the VSOP, which we're drinking right now. Um, and Cavassier is more than just, you know, drinking it straight. Um, you know, you they pride themselves and, on mm-hmm. cocktails. Yep. So we have, you know, all of these signature cocktails that we have for events. I mean, everything from... We have a drink called the French Twist, the Lemon Drop. We have a Cavassier Margarita that Ooh. we tried, a sidecar, um, old fashions, like whatever you. And, and so it's not just for men. You know, a lot of people think that cognac is just for men. 
Uh, we have a brand curator in Chicago. Her name is Brooke. And she started a movement called Women Drink Cognac Too. Oh, I love that. And so it's not just for men. Mm-hmm. And so I love that women do drink cognac because I'm drinking do. it right now out of a they red do. cup. And I know you're a classy man, but drinking out of a red cup isn't for you. Hey, but you this know. is all we got at DD's Dope Podcast. On, you know, I, I get down still. Yeah, I, I'm still for Shreveport. So yeah, okay, good, good. I'm like, don't get too classy <laughs> on me now. You know, you. Uh, look, don't get too classy. Now, what do you being from Shreveport? Before we're gonna get back to Cavassier. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. But do you eat uh, a lot of what uh, uh, shrimp etouffee, gumbo? You do all that. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. You grew up and my mom lived in New Orleans for five years, so yeah, I so, used to go visit her two, three times a year. Okay, so wait a minute, did she make it a lot? Did she cook a lot or no? Yeah, okay. yeah. So I probably eat too much seafood. It's yeah, my mom is from uh, was born in DeRitter, Louisiana. Okay, never heard of it. Yeah, Sounds DeRitter small. is very small. <laughs> DeRitter, Louisiana, and all of her family from Louisiana, and okay. then she ended up meeting my father. They he was from Oregon, mm. the California, and Seattle area. So all my family's on the West Coast. Uh, yeah. All of them. Which shouts out to them because they listen to my podcast. They support more yeah. than anything, which I love. You know, I love when your family can support you, right? Come on. Um, and so what about your family? They are, are they happy for you that you're here doing what you're doing? They support? Yeah, so they actually convinced me to move here because they had moved here um, about a year before I okay. did. And so I was still in Chicago at that time. I was working. I was doing my thing. I was building my brand, building my business. Um, and they were like, we think you should come down to Dallas. And I was like, what? What's the hardest thing about building a brand? <clears throat> like if somebody's listening right now, they want to know. And everybody says brand a lot. You hear people saying that a lot now, right. right? How do you build a brand? But it's so important because brand, your brand is everything. Mm-hmm. And your brand will lead to a business. Mm-hmm. So that's how this happened. Right. You know, right. You're a classy man. And they saw you yeah. and they were like, yeah, this is perfect. To an entire job. Yeah. So um, building a brand is nothing more than brand awareness. That's it. Um, it doesn't matter how fly you are, how dope you are, how good you are, what you do. If no one knows you exist, mm. it's so building a brand is nothing but brand awareness. So when I moved to Dallas, I had never even been to Dallas before. Wow. Not even a visit. I didn't know a single person. And you Not just a moved. a single person. I moved here in 2018. And you just said, I'm moving. I just, I picked, I packed, packed my bags. I think eight days later I was gone. I didn't even tell anybody I was leaving So hold Chicago. on a second. Are you, you didn't grow up in the military? Army. Okay, there yeah. we go. Ding, ding, ding. I was yeah. like, because let me tell you what I did. I was a young, um, young. I was a, my mom remarried when I was a kid. Okay. And so when she remarried, I was eight, nine years old when she remarried. And we went to Germany for three years. And mm. then we ended up in uh, Colleen Fort Hood. So we went from Seattle okay. to Germany yes. to Colleen Fort Hood. And uh, I was in Chicago and Philly. Yeah. And yeah. so because when I grew up as an Army brat, I'm used to getting up to move. I'm used to getting up. That's why I was yeah. saying for and, you to just get up and move. And this was so 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 when we moved to Chicago, uh, that was the first time I had moved in my life. Wow. So I had never lived in another city or another state. And so I was tw- I lived in Shreveport for 12 years, Chicago for 12 years. Wow. So it's kind of half and half. So I'm 28. Wow. You look oh uh, my god. You're 28. Yeah, don't let the, the ball hair and the beard fool you. I'm well, truthfully, I thought you were about 24, to be honest with you. I was like, Okay, you good. Oh, that's a compliment. All right. Yeah, I did. Cool. I thought you were younger than 28. Okay. Um, oh, so, go so ahead. The, the brand awareness piece, though, right? Mm-hmm. So I moved out here and didn't know a single person. I spent my first six months in Dallas just going to work and going home. I had a job working retail. Um, so I went to work, went home, and then I had the idea to start my business. And I realized very quickly that Dallas is a socialized city, just like any other city. And it's not about, again, how talented you are. It's about who do you know and who knows you. Mm-hmm. 
And so my goal was to meet as many people as possible because the more people you know, the more opportunity you have to build your brand and your business. And so that's exactly what I did. Like, you can't build the business from the couch. Like, you have to get out the house. You got to go to events. You got to shake hands. You got to be on social media as much as you don't like to. I know. I know some of us are, I don't. you know, extremely introverted and, you know, we get, you know, major social anxiety. But that's what you have to do to build a business. Or you know, it's so funny because I'm not most people hear me on the radio. Right. And a lot of people would think, oh, she must be so outgoing and she's this and this. The the older I get or the longer I've been doing this job mm-hmm. has made me retreat. Yeah. And the pandemic didn't help. You know, oh, I haven't pan- been the same. Yeah, I, I haven't been the same. You talk about retreating. I yeah. retreat. Oh my gosh, I'm grossly introverted now. Me too. Like, like when I'm out, you know, I'm out. You'll be can... out, but for the most part, you. What you really want to do is yeah. And, and I'll be honest. I tell people all the time when I go out, what I would really like to do is sit in the corner and people watch. That's oh, all sure. I want to do. I'm not trying to have a com- and it's not that I'm being rude. And yeah. It's not that I'm being a bitch. And yep. it's not that I think I'm better than anybody. Yep. It's just that. I just want to people watch. Yeah. I, I might talk it. to like two or three right. people. That's it. That's it. Like and you're not, and you're like, like and I'm the not, room. and you're going, I ain't being rude. Mm-hmm. It's just that, and then I get embarrassed a lot. People don't even realize that other part. There's another part of me now lately. I get embarrassed by a lot of stuff. Mm. I get embarrassed when people say, well, you know, I listen to you or blah, blah. It just embarrasses me because I don't know what else to say because I always tell people I'm blessed to mm-hmm. do what I do. Mm-hmm. It's just nothing more than God's blessing yeah. and that's it. Has yeah. nothing to do with me. So, so, you know, so, you know, too, like the longer that you're in the game, the easier it becomes because now more people know about you and more people are referring you and you have a larger repeat business and And then more followers on social media. But then they're wanting when they meet you for you to be that person sometimes. And you're like, don't work that way. Really not really as like, it's still a job that I do. Mm hmm. And and I have to turn on. I tell people sometimes, do you ever feel like that when you go out, you have to All turn on? All yeah, you turn on. You're like, I'm out. You know, I talked about, it's a lot of, I, there are times when I have no more social energy to give. Same. Right? Same. And it's a lot of social energy. And the pandemic made me sit at home and get to know me more again. Right. Get back into reading, yeah. watching movies. You got to do some real self-reflection. Right. Because we all get so busy doing things mm-hmm. that we don't even know who we are or what we like anymore. Right. Right. So so when the pandemic hit, to your point, because I had been going hard on social media for years, right? So I started a social media management company in like 2015. Okay, and 16. you were 12 years old then. Right. Jesus. 12 years old. I know. And this is, this is before everybody was on social media right. and TikTok existed. This is before all of that. So I was going hard on social media 15, 16, 17, 18, 19. So when the COVID hit, I said, you know what? I'm going to put my phone down and I'm going to focus on more life and less internet. And that's exactly what I did. And I haven't been back on social media since. Wow. Um, you know, I'm probably missing a whole lot, but it's just not something that, like, I don't, like, when I go out to eat, like, I don't need to pull out my right, phone. Right. When I go to an event, I don't need to pull out my phone. When I'm on a trip, I don't need to pull out my phone. I would just prefer to be present. I do, too. I know I've, I still got to be on there, but, you know, people are just so consumed with. Wanting to post. And, and I often say this. It became a thing of, okay, let me tell you something that always scared me about social media. I know we're talking about everything and anything, but that's what's the great thing about podcasts, right? For sure. Um, one of my favorite movies is The Devil's Advocate. Have you ever seen it? Devil's Advocate. With Keanu so. Reeves. So I've heard of it. I don't think I've okay, ever seen Keanu it. Okay, Keanu Reeves is a lawyer, and um, he wins all his cases. He's young. He's great. He's amazing. Well, his mom's very religious, and they find out later on that the devil's his dad, basically. Mm. Right. And one of the things the devil says to him in the end, he tries to tempt him again. 
And what he says to him is he tempts him by stroking his ego. And the devil said, vanity. It gets him every time. And that's why. It's so true. And that's why I have a hard time sometimes with social media is because there's a lot of it. It has to do with vanity. A lot of it. If all not of all it of it. Is yeah. vanity. Yeah. And I go, guys, look what we're really doing. Right. But when you're but when you become too consumed in vanity, you're also consumed with other people's opinions, too. That, too. And you let that affect you, yep. which is even more detrimental. Oh, my video didn't get a lot of views or my post didn't get a lot of likes. Let me do something else. People or, are checking their phone, right. refreshing it every five minutes. It's like, bro. Jacob, let me tell you something. I have watched, <laughs> I have watched people change who they are, mm-hmm. change their beliefs, do certain things online that I mm-hmm. go, but that's not in line with who you told me you were and what you claim you believe in and do, but right. because you want more likes, right. you're now doing this? Yep. You know, it's it's so I guess that's what scared me all along. I watched how it changed so many people that I oh I see spit I spit out on the table, um, but it 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 scares me that I yeah. want to make sure that I don't get caught up and it's yeah. so hard. But but that's a, that's how you create a mixed match brand though. You're I one did. person online and then another person, you know, in person. <sighs> but you know that's but it's that's all that consistency fake. piece. It's but it's like, all fake. You get the same me online that you get. Yeah. On, on, yeah, but it's still um, fake person. though. Now you have to understand. We all need yeah. to know this stuff is fake. Yep. Social media is fake all yep, day long, sure and we is. know it. And we know it. So to me, I go, if you don't, if you see me in person, you go, you ain't the same dressed up girl I saw online. Right. I, well, you know, we fake That's and lie all the time on social media. Yeah. I mean, I'm just saying. I don't know, but it, you cut it on and cut it off. Yeah. Yeah. You know? It. And again, I'm not bashing social media. Me either. This, I this, love it. Yeah, it's created. Social media is a tool. Yes. Right. But tools misused become destructive. That's the right? thing. And so it's not, there's nothing wrong with social media. No. There's something wrong with the way we use it. Yeah. You know, if you're using it to, you know, build a legitimate brand or a legitimate I business, that's that. cool. But if you're using it to just like gossip and comment, then that's, that's something completely different. And I agree with it. I got to say, you are right. And we need to, cause I love it. I love yeah. it. I get a lot of information from it. Yeah. I can research stuff. I've learned some things that I didn't even learn in yep. school that I had to research myself, you yep. know, all of those things. But the scary part that I do know of some that I follow it does, and I've seen so many people change, and it's like, yeah. for the line. It's disheartening. It is. It's disheartening. And then I've seen it go to some people's head where, you know, they get a lot of followers, and, you know, they yeah. just, they're different. They're different people. Yeah, they always, you know, Sad. come on. Jay-Z told us that a long time ago about fame being a drug. Hello. Yeah. Ooh, it's the lights. Yeah. Hollywood. Remember that little song that he did, him yeah, and Beyonce? So I- and I always say that, and I guess that's the thing that scares me, mm-hmm. is that, you know, I've been doing radio for such a long time, and I've seen artists come through, and I've seen radio DJs and everybody come through uh-huh. and be on this high, and then you don't see them anymore, and it's like, guess what? Be careful of, you know, the lights. Right. The action, the Hollywood, the love, the this, because, you it know. It changes you. It can change you, and it's still a business. And, like, yeah. you understand you use it for business, even though you're not using it as much anymore. Correct. I still got to be on there. Yeah, you still do because you got Cavassier. Yeah, I got to. Now, this is so great with Cavassier, though. Shouts out to him. It's so nice. How Um, long you been doing it now? So I started in May. So this is new. So I've been full time for five years. So this is like a brand new, brand new venture for me. And um, yeah, so there are eight of us throughout the country. And so this was an extremely selective program. Um, they hire somebody for Houston, and we're the only two people in Texas. Wow. So I represent the entire Dallas market, and yeah. And my again, my job ain't to sell it. It's not to open accounts. Wow. It's to curate luxury events. That's it. Like like if we did a dinner with Didi, you know, we did if we did a private dinner for you, you would be our special guest. 
Um, you know, let's pick a fly, fly restaurant, maybe 15, 20 people, curated food menu, curated cocktail menu, and let's have a dope conversation. Well, then you know? let, so stuff like that. Oh, and I would love I to do it, and we'll bring the <laughs> podcast. Right. We'll bring, we'll bring the podcast cameras, bring the cameras, and we'll do all of it, because everything has to be done for social media as much as I can, you know. Got to be on there. And I got to make sure you style me that night. Come on. You really, you can style me? Yeah. You yeah. think you can style me? Mm-hmm. What would you so I prefer to make clothes, oh. but... I do steal style. What would you What to. would you say? Who would Who would you put me? Who would be? You would say Didi could have a style like who? Ooh, that's a hard one. I'm tall. I'm five ten, and I'm a thirty six double D. Hmm. Don't you make me look like Dolly Parton? Don't you put I'm me about in? To say, yeah. And don't don't put me in nothing with Wendy Williams. <laughs> yeah, you know, because she had big who boobs. Has, who has a nice. Well, no, she. I what? Say that. What? Tell no, me. No, I was gonna say she bad built. But I know. Why you make me thing. say it? I know, yeah, but I'm, it's okay. I'm you said it. It's a podcast. But I, I feel for her. I just, oh, every time I think about her, I just, oh, this, prayers this, for Wendy Williams. Yeah, I'm sorry. The shape is not, it's not giving. I know. <laughs> I had to think about that, though. You know, but, she had big boobs. That's the only reason why I said yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, I'm going to say she had because she's still here. Yeah. Okay. But yeah, I, have to, I have to think about that. All right. Um, All right. But I'm just saying, I'm going to have yes. you style me. We are going to work together on something. Um, now, before I let you go, mm-hmm. you used to have a podcast, you said. Yes. And you guys talked about any and everything. everything. What was the most volatile or the one that created the most noise for you? What were y'all talking about? Oh, the ones that created the most noise for us, I'm not going to lie, is when we brought guests on. Mm-hmm. So when we would bring women on specifically because there were five men, um, those were the ones who got the most views. And it, got and it-, it, was, it, was, it was interesting, too, because... Okay, let's just say I started a podcast myself. There's only one person promoting it. But since there were five people promoting it, um, you know, we had a, a lot more reach. And then we brought when we brought our guest on, I mean, that reach just just blew up. But yeah, when we when we would bring women on, regardless of what we were talking about, um, because there are so many podcasts out there right now. Yeah. And some are great when it comes to information, but most people just watch them for the guest. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, it's that star power effect. Yeah. So, um, it's funny because I was going to do the podcast with, um, I wanted a co-host. co-host. Mm-hmm. And we were going to do a co-host search until my real co-host on the radio show left, so I couldn't do it. Yeah, yeah. Right, right. <laughs> so we had Literally. to look for that co-host first. Yeah. And then I'm going to do this one next. So, yeah. you know. And, and then, then I would say just, you know, bring somebody on and kind of like fill them out and see how y'all yeah. vibe together. Oh, I, I've had know? some people in. I'm going to try it again. And you don't even realize you're auditioning. But anyways... <laughs> I do this. Yeah. I'm used to the cameras. Look, you see me, I see, he don't even know he's auditioning, y'all. But because uh, I like talking to you and I like your energy. Yeah, yeah. I like your energy. I'm a very lot. nonchalant. Like I'm I'm extremely positive. I'm very nonchalant. Um I don't like a whole lot you of You believe in aliens? And... Look, everybody gets oh, yeah. to be a part of the interview. You believe in aliens? Oh, yeah. You do, so do I. Yeah, they you, exist. You think they you think you ever are... seen one? Nah. You don't do you believe in reptilians? <laughs> Have you ever heard of that one? Maybe less, maybe less so. Okay. But I believe in aliens. For you do sure. believe, you yeah. believe in aliens? Yeah. So, so I'm like a, I'm like a binge watch king. So I will Netflix and chill to death. Mm-mm. So, did you used to watch The Walking Dead? First of all, did oh, you ever yes. watch that? I did too. Come on now. Yeah. Wait till I tell you when we get done with this this uh, podcast. I got to tell you about a place for Halloween that you can go, and you'll act like you're shooting. Um, uh, literally. I need that. Walking. De- I'm telling you, I, I saw it. Okay, I'll tell you that. Um, what do you watch on on Netflix? What's been a great movie you've watched Ooh. you could recommend that I should see? Um, matter of fact, it's right behind you. I just watched that today. What? It was re- really good. Um, Last Scene Alive. What? Really? Who so, was that? Um, his, I ain't gonna. What's s- that about? Snitch on the Last Scene Alive. I ain't gonna snitch on the movie, Last but, Scene Alive. Yeah, but his 
His wife gets kidnapped. I'll leave it at that. Okay, I'll just say this. Here's the it's other thing. Like have taken. you have you oh <laughs> Yeah. That was one of my favorite movies. Yeah, it's really good. Ooh, oh, I love that movie. Oh, I love that movie. When that man did that whole thing, uh, yes. you know, I know who you are. Yes. Let me tell you something. Iconic. That was iconic. No, but hold on a second. Which one was more iconic? I know who you are. I will find you. I will kill you. Or your fugitive is, uh, what's his name? Your fugitive is so-and-so. And I want you to check every outhouse, hen house, whatever house. You don't remember mm. the fugitive with uh, Wesley Snipes? That joint was good. Remember when that man said... Something about check every hen house, yeah. outhouse for him. I was like, oh no, it's you can't remember that. Yeah, you like kind of close. Taken, taken is the close. Taken is the most classic. Kinda okay, close. well, uh, I want you back on so we can talk movies because I need to find oh, out. For sure. Did you ever watch uh, Queen Latifah and uh, Ludacris's movie? No, I did not. Was it good? It was one of those straight to like BT movies. Yeah, one of those joints. I just wanted to see what, what you are you watching right now. God That's a better me. question. You know what I'm watching? I like design shows. So there's a show that just came out on, uh, and I'm mad Netflix nice. is getting ready to mess with us. Netflix is now getting ready to say they're not going to let us binge yep. watch. You know that, right? Mm-hmm. It's a design show out of Miami, and they design houses. It's a, it's a husband and wife. and oh, I can't nice. think of the name. Nice. I watch them. I watch uh, uh, Selling uh, Sunset. Okay, yep. I like yep, houses. Yep. Okay. I like. My mom used to work for a builder, and my yeah. mom was a real estate agent. And when she worked for the builder, she used to go, right. and he would let her pick out the brick, the windows, the this. So I used to go with her when I was mm. a kid. So you like interior design stuff. And I like interior design yeah. and all that other kind of stuff, yeah. So I love looking at beautiful houses. And I'm, and I'm bad, too, because it's not just Netflix. Like, I had to download all of them. Because you run out of stuff to watch at some point. What? I Apple download TV? Peacock and Apple it. TV and HBO Max. And now I got Amazon Prime. So hold on. Here's, oh, my, here's my thing I want to say to everybody, too. As we sat up here, and you, too, um, we, we complained about how much we paid for cable, didn't we? Facts, but these subscriptions, them joints add up. If you up. add up all 10 that we all have, how much we paying? About a the same thing. $70, $80. Almost. I mean, we getting there, and then they're going to go up, and pretty soon we're going to be at 100 right. and something again. And then the crazy part is when they go up on the prices, and like we're going to cancel it. Cause no. Because what we're going to watch. We're all addicted to it. <laughs> right. And then HBO and them ain't doing nothing. <laughs> right. So, and the regular TV ain't, ain't doing nothing. Yeah. So you're like. But guess yeah. what, everybody? We just switching to the internet to pay That's the cable it. bill. And we gonna complain, and we still gonna pay for it. But if we and then somebody's gonna bundle them all. Yep. Have yep. they bundled them yet? Nope. Not successfully. I think Disney, Disney Plus, and Hulu bundled. What do but, you say, guys? Y'all think we should just start that and just bundle a. Let's just bundle it, cause that's what we all go and 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 give it to them all. But for the reason cheap. they don't bundle is right. because of um, exclusivity yeah, rights. So what they'll do is it's it's what um, the streaming wars did. Yeah. When when um, title and uh, Apple Music were we're only gonna really uh, release Beyonce's album on title. Yeah. And yeah. then we'll put it on Apple next week. Right. Or we're only And then we all were like, let me get titles. Yeah. Right. And so you have millions of people downloading these apps just for one thing. One thing. So You know what? You're a smart sense. man. I like you. You're 28 years old. When's your birthday? Uh, Two weeks. You're a, a, Libra. a Libra. Libra. Just I, missed being a Scorpio. I love I look crazy. So. Well, Libras are too. <laughs> All right, well, listen, well, thank you, sir. Thank shouts you. out to you. Cheers, so to cheers to Cavassier. And cheers to, we're going to work together. Cavassier, yeah. shouts yeah, out yeah. to you. The sponsor today, y'all. You see that? That's their, they, there you go. That's our sponsor, Cavassier. Thank you so much. Put it much. up there, bigger than I don't know what. Do it, please. <laughs> Show that, get a close up of Cavassier. Shit. I appreciate it. I mean, shoot. But thanks. I'll be back on. I know you will. Me. Thank you. All right, y'all. I'm done. I'm done. It's Didi's Dope Podcast. Until next week, everybody. Also, make sure that you um, make sure you go to Spotify and iTunes and everything and make sure you listen to the podcast. And, of course, subscribe to the YouTube channel. I appreciate that. Didi's Dope Podcast. Didi in the morning. Listen to the show. I got so much to promote, don't I? 
Listen to Didi in the morning, Monday through Friday, nationally. Okay, bye-bye. Till next week. Kavasia. <laughs> Until next time. Yeah, Kavasia. <laughs> What's the yeah. tea? What's the vibe? What's the hype? Yeah, we live. Talk a little of this, a little bit of that. A little bit of love, a little bit of ratchet. That's Didi. Go Didi. Go Didi. Go Didi. You a bad bitch. You a savage. Making money, making money is a habit. Oh.